realise that the lesson of the 10,000 hour rule is that competence at that level is not natural at all. Hey there, welcome back to module 3 and in this video we're going to be talking about the 10,000 hour rule. I just want to start with a quote here from John Sloboda, Professor of Psychology at Keele University. He said, there is absolutely no evidence of a fast track for high achievers. So this idea about fast achievers, fast ach uh, high achievers somehow coming here with something that separates us, separates them from us in a in a way that we can't we can't bridge we can't bridge that gap. There's absolutely no evidence of that, says John Sloboda. So we have to ask, well, what is the key to success if there is no fast track? And the 10,000 hour rule is a huge component of that. And it's something that you really ought to know about. 10,000 hours has repeatedly been found to be the number of hours required for high world class level in any field or, or skill. And this is regardless of talent, whatever talent means. This applies to composers, chess players, writers, athlete, athletes, violinists, and more. And just to give you an idea, 10,000 hours is about seven to 10 hours of sustained practice. So we're gonna look in a bit more detail what 10,000 hours means in a practical sense, like how much do you actually need to practice? But we're just gonna go in a bit more depth in this rule and all the nuances of it. I guess I want to say before we go into this that when we talk about the very best sportsmen, performers and so on, we've spoken about natural talent in other modules, but it is true that we talk about these people as though they had something natural, something innate, something that was in their bones at birth. If you actually look, if you realise that the lesson of the 10,000 hour rule is that Competence at that level is not natural at all. It requires long, long hours of hard work and you'll realise just how long 10,000 hours is in a minute. Going through all those learning plateaus, persevering even when there seems to be no way forward. An amount of repetition that most people couldn't even imagine. Most people have never done in their lives in a purposeful way. And all of this is precisely because getting to that level is not natural. It's, I'm not saying it's not human, but I'm saying that it's not something that you just come with. You have to train yourself. A lot of these skills that we are learning, they're not natural and they actually feel really unnatural when you first get into them. Let's talk about the Anders Ericsson study. So if you don't know about the Anders Ericsson study, this is basically the the experiment that, or the study that set off or created the 10,000 hour rule and it, it led to much more research. So what Anders Ericsson did was he performed a study on violinists at Berlin Music Academy and this was the broadest investigation at the time into skill development. What he did was he, he divided the violinists into three groups. So first, and this was based on competency and skill. So the first group were the very top students and these students were going to become international soloists. The next group were the 
the excellent students, not the very top, but they were still excellent students who were going to end up in the world's greatest orchestras. So they weren't going to be soloists, but still going to reach a pretty good level in the music world. And the final group, the third group, were just teenage students who were aiming to become music teachers. Now, what was, why the discrepancy in talent? That's what they wanted to find out. Why is there this difference? Why are some going to become soloists, some are going to become just violinists in orchestras and some are going to be music teachers. What's is it because there is genetic differences? Is it because you know the 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 the, the soulless one sort of the natural talent lottery? Is that what happened, or is there something else going on? Erickson studied the life histories of these people, and he actually saw that they were incredibly similar. They all started to play violin and receive formal instruction at the age of eight years old. The only major difference between them, he found, was the amount of time devoted to serious practice. Serious practice, not just practice, serious practice, and we'll talk about this in a minute. By the age of 20 years old, the group of soloists had practiced an average of 10,000 hours. 10,000 hours of serious practice. The second group had practiced 8,000 hours. Those are the orchestra players. And the third group, the teachers, or the future teachers, had practiced 4,000 hours, so 10,000, 8,000, 4,000 from group one to three. Now, if we look a bit closer at group one, what Erickson found was that there were no exceptions in group one. Every single student in group one had practiced at least 10,000 hours, and no students in two or three had practiced 10,000 hours. In other words, if you were in group one, you'd practice 10,000 hours, and if you hadn't, if you weren't in group one, you hadn't practiced 10,000 hours. Erickson and his team concluded after this experiment, they said, we deny that these differences in skill level are immutable, that is, due to innate talent. Instead, we argue that the differences between expert performers and normal adults reflect a lifelong persistence of deliberate effort to improve performance, end quote. So we asked, what is the key to long, to success if it's not a fast track, a natural fast track, and it's lifelong persistence of deliberate effort? In other words, deliberate practice or serious practice. What does this tell you? What, what does this study tell us? Well, it tells us a few things, but the most important one for me is that to become world class, you need 10,000 hours of deliberate practice. And if you do 10,000 hours, evidence suggests that you will become world-class. So you're not gonna fall under that category. You're, you're going to go into that category. That's what we saw in the study with the violinists. It also tells us that you can become pretty damn good as a violinist with less practice than that. And we're gonna come back to this point in a minute. Let's just look at some other evidence for the 10,000 hour rule. Extensive research in, in a lot a lot of sports and disciplines has shown this 10,000 10, hour rule is, is true. They found that in things like art, board games, science, tennis, golf, chess, that 10 years of sustained practice is needed to become world class in that, in that discipline. 10 years of hard practice for a professional equates to about 10,000 hours. That's what the researchers have, 
I've concluded because beyond beyond doing 10,000 hours in 10 years, you cannot sustain that level of concentration and serious practice for longer than that. We, all, we can also see this when we look back to the Middle Ages uh, with the apprentice system. Apprentices would sign seven-year contracts and after those seven years, they'd, they'd be considered masters of their trade and they would be able to go independent and start their own workshop or start selling their goods to people. And if you do some calculations, you'll find that if you, say, do six hours of concentrated apprenticeship every single day for seven years or every single work day for seven years, it comes out about 10,000 hours. Just a little corollary, corollary to this. There was a study done on some British, music, British musicians and they, what they found was that the best musician actually learned at the same rate as others. So it's not that people who are better just learn quicker. It's actually not like that, or at least it wasn't for this group. It, it was just that they had simply practiced for longer. So the rate was the same, but they practiced for longer, therefore they learned more. Let's hear from the master golf player Jack Nicklaus. Quote, Nobody but nobody has ever become really proficient at golf without practice, without doing a lot of thinking and then hitting a lot of shots. It isn't so much a lack of talent. It's a lack of being able to repeat good shots consistently that frustrates most players. And the only answer to that is practice, end quote. So there's Jack Nicklaus, who's a connoisseur of practice and a, <laughs> a big believer in the 10,000 hour rule. So this 10,000 hour thing, let's talk about it. I can see that people actually get a little bit obsessed with this number. Like I remember I was doing a meditation training, like a course, and the instructors introduced themselves by telling us a little bit about themselves, including all the hours they'd done on the cushion. And it was like, it was almost like a badge of honor, like it was like a ranking. And that's fair enough. But there's, a, there's caveats to this. You can get pretty damn good not doing 10,000 hours. In fact, if you do 2,000 hours of practice in something, you're going to be better than the majority of the population. If you do 4,000, you can teach it to other people and get paid good money to do it. So it really depends on your goals. Like if you want to be world class, yes, 10,000 hours of deliberate practice. But unless 10,000 hours is a long time unless you're willing to dedicate a lot of time in 10 years to achieve 10,000 hours, you're probably not going to get there for 20 or 30 years. That's just the, the reality of it because it's there is that is a lot of time, 10,000 hours. If you want, say, 2,000 hours, you can do one hour per day, five days a week for eight years. That gets you to, and assuming you're doing 50 weeks a year, one hour per day, five days a week for 50 weeks, gets you, for eight years, that gets you 2,000 hours. So if you do five hours a day, five days a week, <laughs> for 50 weeks a year, for eight years, that's 10,000 hours. But notice, an hour a day is doable for a lot of people. And you will notice still a huge jump in your ability. It's just that the power of the 10,000 hour rule is it gets you to realize what's actually involved to become world-class good but it doesn't mean that if you don't do 
10,000 hours, you're not good. I get caught up in this. Like if I've been studying something for 500 hours, I kind of think to myself, I'm only 5% of the way there. You know, I'm never going to be good. I'm not going to be world class. And it's like, well, do I really want to be world class? Like, do I have the time for that? um, What are my goals at the end of the day? And if your goal is not to perform on the world stage, then you probably don't need 10,000 hours. And that's good news because, again, five hours a day, five days a week, 50 weeks a year for eight years, that's like almost a full-time job. So, yeah, it depends on your goals. And later in this module, we're going to get into goal setting. I also want to say that it's not 10,000 hours of autopilot practice. Autopilot practice means when you're not, you, you think you're practicing, but you're actually not, you're just doing what you've always done and you already know what to do. That's not deliberate practice. We're going to talk about deliberate practice in this module. But yeah, the obsession with this 10,000 hour thing can lead you to just to just counting every single minute you spend doing your craft. Like if you play the piano and you think, oh, I'm just going to sit down and play the piano and you just start playing away all the old songs that you already know, that's not deliberate practice and you shouldn't be counting it as part of your 10,000 hours. So again, this 10,000 hour thing, it can become an obsession. And it's like, I want to get there, I want to get there, I want to get there. And you just start adding stuff that isn't really there. What they actually found in the study was the amount of hours was not different. We'll talk about this later. The amount of hours was roughly the same. The violinist had actually practiced for roughly the same time. It was the serious practice what which was most important. So when you're thinking about learning, you really want to think about serious practice, even if you're not doing 10,000 hours of it. 